Say, I'm good ground. Tell your neighbor, you are good ground. Tell your other neighbor, which means this word will produce some 30, some 60, some hundredfold this year in Jesus' name. A to the man. Give God one more big old hand. Yeah, I will, I will continuously compel and urge you to get here on Wednesday nights. If you was here Wednesday night, did God show up and show out or what did he do? Woo! There was testimonies, people were healed. I'm not just declaring this by faith. Multiple people received healing that night, delivering. Man, God was in the building, always in the building, but there's just something special on Wednesday night that's happening. Amen. I encourage you to get here, and I encourage you to get here early because it is crowded on Wednesday night. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. People are hungry and thirsty. If I was you, I would respond to your hunger and thirst. And if you're not hungry and thirsty for more of the Lord, then something wrong with you. Okay? I know it's like, man, but that's Wednesday. Let me tell you something. By the time Wednesday, most of you guys are toe up, done. Amen. So get out here Wednesday, get charged up to finish the race strong. All right. This morning I'm going to deal with last week we dealt with wings up. I'm still I'm still wing time whatever it was. Wing stop there it was. But I'm I'm still dealing with faith. Say faith. But I want to just attack waiting, right? Waiting well, okay? So this <clears throat> this morning today we'll talk from the the idea or thought topic whatever you want to call it. Wait up. Wait up. Let faith arise. Okay, wait up. Wait up. Wait up. While you're waiting, wait up. Wait from your seat. Co-seated with Christ. Wait up. Wait in faith. Wait in joy. Wait in confidence. Wait up. Wait expecting. Wait up. Don't wait back. Wait up. Yeah, it is. Wait up. And let faith arise in you. Stop fighting against faith. God is, God is putting faith around you. This morning, you're in a room full of faith. Reach up and grab it. This house is a pinata of faith. Amen. You better learn how to... Amen. God blessing you is not an unreasonable expectation. Coming out, coming out, coming out. God blessing you is not an unreasonable expectation. God breaking you through is not an unreasonable expectation. God saving your family is not an unreasonable expectation. God healing you is not an unreasonable expectation. You having joy and smiling at me is not an unreasonable expectation. You being happy you're alive is not an unreasonable expectation. Your business thriving is not an unreasonable expectation. You being free from anxiety is not an unreasonable expectation. You living days and years and a life free from depression 
expectation is not an unreasonable expectation. You being healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet is not an unreasonable expectation. You having healthy relationships is not an unreasonable expectation. Your children being successful in life is not an unreasonable expectation. God wanting to use you is not an unreasonable expectation. You being upgraded in the midst of a pandemic is not an unreasonable expectation. You breaking family curses is not an unreasonable expectation. You getting free from drugs and alcohol and pornography is not an unreasonable expectation. You interrupting the bloodline is not an unreasonable expectation. You losing weight is not an unreasonable expectation. You being prosperous in every area of your life is not an unreasonable expectation. You finally found the church you've been hungry for is not an unreasonable expectation. God fulfilling his promises is not an unreasonable expectation. Me coming out of pandemic, thriving, and better than when I went in it is not an unreasonable expectation. You being extremely happy and single is not an unreasonable expectation. You being free from PTSD, ADHD, you being free from trauma is not an unreasonable expectation. You bouncing back after that breakup is not an unreasonable expectation. You being a mighty man of God, a mighty woman of God, a mighty daughter of God, a mighty son of God is not an unreasonable expectation. It's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. You might just get a little joyful today and dance and move and stop staring at me, looking at everything I say. Get up out of your little stale little posture and have some joy. You having the, can you turn me up a little bit? You having the mantle of joyous praise is not an unreasonable expectation. You being healed from a dry sense of humor is not an unreasonable expectation. It's not an unreasonable expectation that you're free from social anxiety. It's not an unreasonable expectation that you can go from insufficient funds to more than enough. It's not unreasonable expectations that you can lose a job, but God still provides for you. It's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. 
It's not unreasonable for us, Love Quest, to think God want to do something that Canada's never seen before. It's not unreasonable to think that revival is here. It's not something we're waiting for. It's not unreasonable to think that those medications you've taken can't have no more control over your personality. It's not unreasonable to think you can be free from drugs, over-the-counter drugs. It's not unreasonable that, to believe God is a healer. It's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable to think there's another side to you. You're not stuck up. You, you're not a critical person. I'm believing for you with your critical self. You're not a critical person. You're not just sitting here after the 50th, not unreasonable, still sitting there. Your legs work. Somebody wish they was in church. Somebody is streaming from the hospital, wish they was here. You here, still sitting down with your old stanky self. It's not unreasonable to give God praise for no reason, but he good. It's not unreasonable to have a spontaneous praise. It's not unreasonable to celebrate often. Give God some praise, man. Take my dentures out. It's not unreasonable. I'm a, and I'm, a, I, I'm, a, I'm a competitor. I'm going to apply all kind of pressure to you. You will never be comfortable here just being just up in here for two hours. Just, that, that hurt. Some of y'all look like it hurt. It hurt. Joy is in the room. Joy is in the room, man. I got, that's what you call the mantle of joyous praise. Right? Trust me, it is tiring getting up here trying to make people excited. If I didn't have a mantle of joyous praise, I wouldn't, I'd be like, Elder John, you're going to have to go preach today. These people, I discern this crowd is tough. But I'm anointed to preach through all of them iron, them iron ceilings. We will always be waiting on something. So why wait? That's a thinker question. We will always be waiting on something. So why wait? Why, why wait to praise him? Why wait to have faith? Why wait till it comes? Right? We'll always be waiting on something. So by the time you get excited because what you've been waiting on, it showed up, you're about to start waiting on something else. Everything you've been waiting on ain't never came at the same time. All your life you've been waiting all my life I have been waiting. <laughs> right? All our lives we are going to be waiting on something. So why wait? In other words, we have adopted this mindset that waiting is sitting, it's pouting, it's, it's like looking instead of expecting. You, you get tired of looking for it. Stop looking for it and just expect it. 
See, it's, it's, it's very frustrating when you're looking for healing. It's not showing up. But when you expect it, you can get on about your business. <laughs> See, waiting biblically is when you get on about your business. Expecting. I'm talking about you forget what you're waiting on. When it shows up, it reminds you you was waiting for it. I'm trying to help some, somebody waiting and, and about to give up and quit, and there's no reason. It's just like what you're waiting on. You either believe it's coming or not. When you believe it's coming, you don't need to ask for it no more. You start celebrating till it show up. Right? First Peter says, therefore, humble yourselves, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation. Under the mighty hand of God. There's a tone here that, 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 that is like, um, as much as I declare, I don't feel, um, what is that word when kids or people, people period, think you own something. Yeah, see. Here, therefore, humble yourselves. Don't feel entitled. See, listen, I expect God to bless me because he said so, not because I'm entitled to it. If anybody's entitled, it's Jesus. So I humbly expect the blessing that came through grace, not through my works. I can't sow enough and then be like, God, you owe me something. No, it's because of what Jesus has done. I've sown into his finished work. And his finished work has promised me or blessed me. But I'm not entitled for the blessing. If you want blessings, just go to work. Get a good job. Work extra hours. Work holidays. Work your butt off and you can have all kinds of blessings. But, but you are uh, uh, cutting yourself short when you work for blessings and abandon the blessing. The empowering presence of God on my life. So when I am working in the anointing and spending my talent and my energy and my anointing on what he's called me to do, the blessing is working on my behalf, on my desires. You're like, how did that come, Pastor T? See, and this is why you mistake when pastors prosper, you mistake them for using church money. But you don't realize the backing they have for taking care of your soul. Some church you put your mouth on, the pastors don't get no salary. He sells books and make money by teaching and being an itinerant speaker. He got his own money. He's a real estate agent. He's a real estate. He owns real estate or a real estate agent. You don't know what people have and we put our mouths on them and we say they taking church money. Not all, no, no, no. What you don't see is heaven is back in the people who handles and cherishes and stewards God's children. That's why he that wins souls is wise. You don't know what's going on. You're just judging people because you think all they do is stand up here and talk to you on Sunday. 
that, that, no, 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 no. That, that, that's the, the blessing of the Lord makes rich. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. Adds no sorrow, neither does tolling. Working hard, add to it or make it work. My work can't make the blessing work. But it's my surrender to his will for my life that taps me in to another treasure that's provided for those who follow Jesus 100. The, the part-time followers, you notice you got to work super hard and you notice how confused you are and you notice you get your promotion still unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> You get that promotion and you still want another promotion. You get that spouse and then you want another spouse. Hallelujah. Thank him, Jesus. He says, demote yourself. That's what I'm saying. You, you, when you wake up in the morning, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm here. Hallelujah. That's that, that's that, that's that uh, mantle of joyous praise. When you just wake up and just, it just spew out of you. Somebody cuss you out and you're like, hallelujah. Joyous praise. Put that praise on the enemy. They don't know what to do. Actually, your praise make your enemies even more despiteful of you. They don't want to see you happy. Somebody cuss you out next time. Just say, hey, I receive it. Hallelujah. Dance on them. <laughs> Make them irritated. <laughs> you know, next time your spouse just walking through the house mean and stanking up the atmosphere, just turn on some church music. It is hallelujah. Now you're going to start a fight. Watch, I'm telling you. That's how you know the devil in your house when, you, when your spouse want to fight you because you're praising God. <laughs> Pull out the tambourine. <laughs> just... Amen. 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 All right. Just stop. 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 Say good morning. Say good morning. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's afternoon though. It's like that in due time. So you humble yourself. That in due time he may. See, this is the blessing right here, Danny. He may. This is where my peace is. Sledding family, this is where my peace is. This, is. this is where my confidence is, Elder John. You, you went, why he confident and why he keep praising? How you keep doing this time after? Because I'm getting out of his way so he may. See, you can't praise him because you came here with all kinds of stuff and you came here probably in the, in the posture of I'm coming so God can do something for me. Instead of realizing he, whether you woke up or not, he's committed to his predestinated plan for you. He may. So my faith is in he may. Not in you may. We're not getting these buildings finished because you may. It's because he may. <laughs> Exalt me. You don't promote me. I don't promote my wife. The city council, the board don't promote Love Quest. 
Some religious organization don't promote my anointing. You don't, you don't tell me that I'm not a pastor. I'm not, you don't tell, God has already done this. And so I also have confidence in when you mess with me, you messing with God. That's why it's important for me to just be doing what he told me to do, period, point blank, that's it. So when I know you mess with me, you messing with the host. See, when you out of God's will and you got haters, so what? I mean, like, God, get these haters off my back. No, that's the devil. When you're doing the enemy's will and you're doing your will, haters all day. Less haters when you're doing you. <laughs> when you're in God's will, he may exalt me. So I need to learn how to wait well. Because if he may, then it's his timing. And the more I keep looking, the more anxious I get. But there's rest where there's expectation. Ooh, you ain't never heard that before. When you learn how to, when you learn how to wait expectantly on the Lord. See, I'm not waiting on the outcome. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm not waiting for the package. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm not waiting for my spouse to change. I'm going to be the change and wait on the Lord. See, you got to ask, what are you waiting for? If you're waiting for things, things always change. Therefore, if you're waiting on things that change, your emotions will go with it. But when you wait on the Lord who never changes, then you will find yourself stable while you're waiting. <laughs> Casting the whole of your care. You know, you know how many altar calls we going to do and folks just give, get a Lord baby toe. They just like, Lord, I'll leave my toe at the altar. I'll leave my toe at the altar. I'm going to take my ankles with me, but Lord, I'm going to leave my toe at the altar. <laughs> I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave my man at the altar. I ain't going to leave me. I'm going to leave my man at the altar. Right? How many times you come here and then during the service, you lay it at the altar. But let me help you out. The altar ain't a coat check. Now at the end of the service, you go back and get your stuff. You be like, I'm going to go take this. I need them cigarettes. I'm about to go back. Uh-uh, I need this for the ride home. I live all the way in Chilliwack. I need to smoke. I need to smoke. <laughs> Got that coat check faith. Amen. As long as I'm in the house, I'm good. Hey, but soon as it's time to go, soon as you soon as you hear me say we out of time or we ain't out of you get your love fixed, man. Man, you should see it in the spirit realm. I'm telling you, folks, be fellowshipping with their tea and coffee, with their bags back. Uh-uh, I ain't going nowhere with this. Amen. Amen. Casting the whole of your care. Look what it says. All. 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 Once and for all. All your anxieties. All your worries. All your concerns, 
once and for all. Leave them with him that he may. For he cares. Look, it didn't say just at the altar. It say cast them on him. Everybody knows how to do this. Everyone knows how to do this. Let me show you, you know how. You know how you cast blame on other people? That's how you cast your cares. You cast your blame on them. No, that was them. Uh Uh-uh. Adam casted his on Eve and Eve cast it you, you know it's the government you cast your I'm stuck because they ain't gave me a job I'm I'm stuck because of the white man I'm stuck because of the black man I'm stuck because of Trudeau I'm you see how you throw responsibility and 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 on somebody else you cast it on somebody else same way cast your cares on him for he cares for you right you cast them on him he can carry him. Jesus, you're the reason why I'm healed. Jesus, you're the reason why I can get up and bounce back out of this situation. Jesus, you're the reason why I'm an overcomer. You're the reason that I shall, you shall supply all my needs according to you the reason, Jesus, my marriage can work. You're the reason I'm going to make it through a pandemic. You're the reason I can do this. You're the reason I can forgive. You're the reason my company will get back, not only back to what it used to be, but it will go further than what it used to be. You're the reason my children going to be okay. You're the reason. Yeah. Say, you're the reason. Cast them all on him and then believe that he's carrying them for you. Y'all having a good time in this corner, huh? Amen. It's Uncle Willie. Amen. One of them ringtones came up on Uncle Willie. <laughs> Got to watch Uncle Willie. Casting them. <laughs> Casting the whole of your care. This is so beautiful because he died for it all. He didn't die for your attitude to be good on Sunday when you come in church. And then you pick your nasty attitude back up when you get home. Like, can today some of y'all leave your attitude here? We can handle it. Just like leave it here and when you leave, whenever that thing come up, just remember, wait a minute. Where you come from? Get back to church. You ain't getting in the car with me. See, stop owning it. It's a spirit. It's not yours anymore. You're dead to it. So when it's going to always rise up, but you don't got to answer the door. Like when that, when, that, when that roof, the gutter guy come by that's trying to get you to get their gutter services. And you look through the peephole or you tell your kids, be quiet. Shh. Get down. 
Micah go, we got, we got the, we got the mailbox in the door. Micah go like, nobody here. <laughs> what? <laughs> My mama, I, I'll do that. My mama would be like, sorry, that was nobody. Nana <laughs> crazy. All an illusion. Nobody here. Right? You got to see this. You're dead to it. You keep picking it back up, and every time you pick it back up, you give it life. You let it know it still has permission. Satan is not all-knowing. So he sets up traps and strategies. He sets up systems in your life that you keep going. He's not all-knowing like God. So you got to understand when that rise up, you, you, you ever see somebody get mad that you in an argument with or something, a disagree, disagreement, and you can see, you can see, you can see the crazy coming up, <laughs> right? You, you just see, you see the whole countenance change and you start seeing, you can see when people mad. Now put it on you. You know, you see it coming. You feel it. You feel yourself about the flash. I'm a thrower. Like, I throw stuff. I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. Oh, man, listen. I remember one time Malachi, Malachi, mm-mm, mm-mm. I remember one time, y'all remember that? I remember one time Malachi did something in the kitchen, and I was just getting my little peanut butter pretzels, Costco size, though. I was getting my peanut butter pretzels. I was getting my peanut butter pretzels. And this boy, you know, they at the age where they trying you. He did something and walked out. I was like, boy, get back here. (laughs) Now clean him up. (laughs) Clean him up. Don't be walking around this house talking to me like that. Oh, my God, Pastor, I thought you was holy. (laughs) I am. That was led by the spirit for real. Yeah, you can call the cops on me if I, if I whoop my kid, I guess. But throwing pretzels? What the cop going to say? Threw pretzels at my son. Peanut butter. Soft, too. Stop it. Stop it. But you say, yeah, hey, he, he got the point. You see a big old thing of pretzels coming at you. Slow-mo, though, like... Come up, boy. <laughs> or me and me, me and PJ. Sometime, man, I will be sitting there. You, you know, you you know how things be cool, and then it switch up in a minute because you have that unresolved stuff. So it was a good time, but that thing you've been wanting to tell them. It was a couple times, PJ. I know you're watching, babe. But PJ, <laughs> PJ can go there sometime. I can go there too. But I remember I had something in my hand. Whatever it is, it could be it could be a piece of gum, it could be a tennis ball, it could be it could be whatever it is. But I just and I I've gotten to the point though when I go there I I, I just cast it away. I'm just you see we back to cast it away on the Lord. I cast that fork on the Lord, Amen. Because <laughs> He'll take it. He'll take it. He'll here, Lord. <laughs> here you go, Jesus. He'll take it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the Lord will take it because it, it go way back when I was with this girl and she cheated on me. 
and I've been, but my, my gift of discernment, the gift of discerning of spirits was working back then. We was on the college campus. And I was like, you did something with him, huh? Look, this ain't, this ain't the last week's one. This ain't, this ain't that one. This is different. This is great. This ain't the last week's one. This is right out of high school. Remember, you, you think you in love. You think you in love. You're still developing emotions and stuff. Yeah, and then I discerned, and she told me, and I had a tennis ball in my head, in my hand. I was a, I was a, I was a major league baseball pitcher, so you know what I'm saying? Aim still work. And I remember she, she, she was walking, and we was outside. I threw, it, it hit her right. I'm not joking at all. You know, after you release something, you're like, oh! <laughs> but then you're like, see? Now that you shouldn't have did that. Hey. <laughs> Four is one, two, three strikes are out at the old ball game. Yeah! Come on, my man. We was made to be together, brother. Amen. What a church. What a church. What a church. Jesus Christ. What a, I mean, you can't do, like, you only can do that when the place is freedom. Right? You can't have pro presenter running the service and do that. Not pro presenter. What's that called? Oh, no. Planning center or all Ableton, whatever. He's able to. Amen. <laughs> All right. Let me get back to it. Casting the whole of your care on him, for he cares for you. And I believe this is where we run into issues. Because we think God too busy. Right? I think that's in the spirit. Some people be like, Pastor T, you know, when they get to something where it's just like detrimental, it's like, all right, Pastor, we want to set a wisdom session. Then the wisdom session is after the fact. Like, why y'all didn't come talk to us before? Well, Pastor, we know you busy. This is how you do God. I'm going to handle my cares because God too busy. He blessing Pastor T. He blessing L. He blessing the people on the platform. He ain't got no time for me. Look at that long line. Gee, that's a long line. I ain't got time to wait in line for God. Can I help you? There is no line. He can attend to everybody at the same time. If you don't understand he cares for you, this is when you're going to think you can handle everything on your own. I've admitted I can't handle everything. And neither can't some of my friends handle my stuff. So this don't mean go find anybody that got time. Some of y'all just 800 number help. That's just whoever answered the phone, I'm going to tell you where I'm at. 
for he cares for you. Look affectionately so he's in tune with your emotions you ever be grieving or something somebody you need a certain type of help and somebody just just don't know how to help just emotionally unintelligent (laughs) and cares about you watchfully this this word watchfully is not just he knows you or he just watching you. This means he cares about the details. This means he's been watching your bloodline. So he knows the intricacies of how you even got here. He knows why you keep on choosing bad men. It, let, let, me, let me help some people in here. They really not that bad when they ain't with you. If somebody bad that get with somebody else that got issues, you bring out the bad. That's why you need to spend the time to get to be who God called you to be so you can be the help God needs you to be. You look, you trying to find a savior, only one. And when you try to make a toe up man be your savior, oh my, he can't handle all that weight. And vice versa. It's not just, it's just not, you got men just be picking bad women. Oh, now, now the women ain't saying that. <laughs> ain't none of y'all laughing now. <laughs> Where the heck go? got quiet real quick (laughs) I don't know who pastor talking about I ain't bad well clearly if you keep picking bad men you are and then you want them to change no you don't you don't you don't get in covenant with like man amen I'm not here to talk about your relational issues amen they yours amen Verse 8 says, be well balanced. Be well balanced. Temperate. Or what we, do, what we learned on Wednesday night, we just started, to give the fruit of self-control. Boy, I'm telling you, all better get here on Wednesday. I'm telling you. Sober of mind. This doesn't, this doesn't mean don't drink. But don't drink. That's not the scripture. He's sober of mind. Too much anything gets you drunk. Water good for you, but water can kill you. That's how people drown. Right? That's how people drown. Water. Right? Too much anything can kill you. Here's a question. Don't look at the heroin addict. Don't look at the alcoholic. What you drunk on? You can be drunk on insecurity. You can be drunk on your plastic surgery. You just you can be drunk on all kind of stuff. You can be drunk on your body, all y'all fitness people. I ain't gonna look at nobody. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. (laughs) 
drunk on? You could be drunk on electronics. You could be drunk on, what, what are you drunk on? You could be drunk on your spouse. Yeah, she look good. He look good. Oh, my God, amazing. You got a, you got a bad one, okay. <laughs> amen. We hitting everything in this church, amen. What? Sober mind. Some of you can be drunk overthinking a decision. You're sitting on it too long. That's why you're drunk. You can't, you, now you've went from having some clarity to being in a place of fogginess because you're not making a decision. So you're drunk on confusion. You've worked your way into a state of uncertainty. It ain't the devil. It's you, it's you overthinking. And just because I'm telling you this don't mean say yes or no or go or stay. That's up to you. But there comes a time where you just got to make a decision and cast the care on the Lord. If it's the Lord's plan, he'll bring it back up. Trust me. And don't think it's a sign from God because, oh, my God, everywhere I look, I saw a billboard today. I'm looking at somebody's license plate. Somebody brought it up. My grandma called me out of nowhere and brought it up. It must be God. Let me tell you, we, we, was, we, we, we went shopping before, right? And then, so last week we were singing Moving Forward. Came across this T-shirt, super dope. Say it forward. And we was joking, like, look at God, look at God. He must want me to have it. <laughs> right, you find that piece of clothes? We were just talking about purple. Oh, my God, it's the last one, and it's my size. <laughs> right? How much stuff we put on God? Way too much, and it confuses our faith. The devil, look, he says, be vigilant. That's a war word. That is a fighting word. That is a word of standing. And cautious at all times. All times. Say all times. All times. This is be cautious at all times. All times. For that enemy of yours, I love this part because everybody got their own enemies. Not everybody got the same devil or demons or spirits. He said, that enemy of yours. Paul, who do he think he is? Like he don't got no enemies. For that enemy of yours, what's your enemy? What's yours? That's why you ain't got time to be like, oh, my God, this word for my auntie, I wish she was here. Nope, who's been to be here, here. This word for you, not your auntie. For that enemy of yours, the devil, he roams around like a lion. Look, what, look, look, I'm thinking of, I think, I'm thinking of a phone. I'm thinking of when you roam, you're looking for a signal. Your doubt and unbelief is a signal. See, he needs signals because he's not all-knowing. 
So he can't touch you right now. He, he worried about you. You know that jealous or insecure partner that be worried when you get around? Wait, hey, call me as soon as you get there. Who going to be there? Who going to be there? Right? Worried about who you around. And the enemy know when you're going around some people of faith. So what he doing is waiting. You get out of church. Guess what he looking for? He roaming around. Roaming around your house looking for a signal. He waiting to see if you really believe the word. He waiting to see if you're going to respond to that text message you got right over. Look at the devil. Right. Don't look at the devil. Just ignore the call. Eve looked at the devil. That's why we're here. Because of Adam and Eve, okay? Not just Eve. Just trying to, you know what I'm saying? We still got to do that one. He roams. Why do you got to roam? If you know everything. Because he's just waiting for you to slip up. He's waiting for you to get an attitude. He's waiting for you to complain. I'm sick. Oh, he's like, oh, yeah, she don't even know by his stripes he ill. Oh, they got a good word today. Oh, my God, I thought they was going to overcome for sure after all that. I thank God and shouting and jumping. She fell out in the spirit on the concrete, still came home the same. Amen. What is he doing? Roman, looking for what? Sign. DMX knew. Lord, give me a sign. Right? Guess who else takes signs? He roaming around like a lion. I'm not going to do my lion, you know what I'm saying, because I could do it today. <laughs> but he roaming around, roaring. What does it mean, roaring? He's trying to intimidate you. Some of the stuff that you were tripping on is nothing but a roar. No. And the, the roar of a lion is very intimidating. <laughs> right? Right? That's it. That's it. You got to understand this, though. You really have to get this. We joking. Keep laughing. If it's funny, please laugh. But you got to get this. Some of the stuff you won't start your business over is a roar. Some of the stuff you about to get divorced over is nothing but a roar. Enemy don't got no power over your marriage. Some of the stuff you about to give up over is a roar. It's, it's a taunt. It's to just get you to bag up. Because he's defeated. All he got is a roar. You hop in his mouth. You believe the lies. You faint at just a little bit of pressure. You get rejected. You, you don't, the application don't get accepted. Roar. You better learn how to roar back. He's roaring in fierce hunger. Wait a minute. So if he's hungry, it's mean he ain't full. He ain't been eating in a little bit. Stop. It's like starve your doubt. Starve your unbelief. 
Starve your flesh. That's why we fast at this church. We're starving the flesh, right? So our flesh don't rise up and keep roaring at us. Seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Just somebody, anybody in the body of Christ, because you know when one of us fall, it represents all of us. One pastor mess up, all Christians suck. That's why I'm believing in this church. We got, I'm believing for 100% soldiers. I'm believing for 100% of our marriages that are rooted in this church to work and thrive. What, what, what have you made death that's just a roar? Who told you you couldn't make it? Who told you you didn't qualify? Who told you you're not good enough? Who told you that? Roar back. It says in verse 9, withstand him. It's very important. Be firm in faith against his onset. Rooted and established and strong and immovable and determined. This, this, is, this is why I come on Wednesday night. Because you get a few roars between tonight and Wednesday. So you come up in here where we all roar back. Then I can make it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I come back and we roar back. And then what happens, you're around a bunch of roars. And then you start learning how to roar yourself. You got to be strong in the onset, the attack. He fatigues. He wears out. Maybe it takes... Six months, maybe it take three months, maybe it take a year, but stand the whole year. I promise you, there is no battle he can win when you stand. I, I'm, I like what I'm telling you, it is a guaranteed victory. You just got to be willing to fight every round. And some fights, you can't just go for the knockout. You got to be in shape for all 12 rounds. Trying to help somebody in here. Stop looking for a knockout. God, get him out of here. No. Floyd Mayweather, can, can, he, 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 he just get on people's nerves. He just moving. Sazat. Sazat. And he just quick. He just dodging. And then some fighters just running around the ring. And then you want to hate on Floyd Mayweather. Come on, he ain't a fighter. He is a very skilled fighter. Because he's in shape for the entire fight. But you getting up there. Can't see, but you just still. See, you got to learn how to take a punch. Some of you get a little punch. Sometimes the devil just blow on some of y'all. You're like, whoa. Right, devil just who on your ear. Just like, hey. And you under attack. Devil do this. And you're like, oh, it's warfare. Somebody pray for me. No, he just rubbed your ear. He didn't really just rubbed your ear. That's not warfare. (laughs) 
knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed. Ooh, Carolyn, if people knew this. The roar is appointed. You're like, every time I do something, whoa, where'd that storm come from? It was appointed. I thought we was going to get married. No, the breakup was appointed. That's why the Lord trying to tell you, no. You kept ignoring them red flags. That's okay. Amen. Now you got to deal with it. Listen, but it's appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world. This is why you can't say when you're leading people to Jesus, just come to Jesus, the best thing ever. We be selling a Christianity like no more problems. No, that's after, after. But the moment you start standing up and finding out who you are, oh, appointments, roaring appointments. You can put them on your calendar, roaring appointments. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood. Throughout the world. So Ephesians 6 tells us this. Got a few more. Doing some good time. Y'all with me? Put on God's whole armor. Here, you you remember? Remember? Cast all your cares. And we talked about people just leaving a little bit. A few of them. Put on your whole armor. All of it. (laughs) Not just the knee pads. Let me listen. Knee pads ain't a part of the armor in, in armor of God. Okay, I don't want you to no error here. The armor of a heavy armed soldier, which God supplied. This is the good news. He may. God supplies the armor. I don't gotta go make it up nowhere. Don't gotta buy it. Don't gotta ask you. He gives the armor. He created the armor. Look, why do I need to put on the whole armor that I may be able successfully to stand up? Against here, that word go again. All. Not some battles I win. All. But here's the crazy part. The strategies and deceits of the devil. Shaka Khan. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Look, here we go. Devil has more strategies than demons, okay? And this is why those, if the truth sets you free. The word is for strategies, not exorcisms. Right, the reason some of people are bound, yes, there's spiritual stuff going on, but you got to renew your mind. The enemy is only able to house himself in an unrenewed mind. He only can clamp on to ignorance. But when you know who you are, he can't stay. You have a new spirit. He cannot stay without your permission. All the strategies... And people wonder why we got order. People wonder why Pastor T is so urgent. People wonder why we have a Wednesday. People wonder why we have crowns. People wonder why, why we worship the way we worship. The worship is strategic. Sometimes the worship is spontaneous. Sometimes we practice spontaneous. So metleys are practiced because on Saturday we're looking into Sunday and we're listening to what God is doing in the house on Sunday, Saturday. 
the, the, the song, the song arrangement is strategy. The when we come up, the when we go down, the prayer before service is strategy. The strategies and the deceits of the devil. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. We are not contending only with physical opponents, but against the depotisms, against the powers. Amen. Against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness. Against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. Therefore, that's why we wouldn't get riled up with government stuff. Do you understand it ain't just Trudeau? It ain't just the people you can see. There's a greater realm controlling and influencing. It's the world system. And it's what you don't understand. You're asking God to change a system that is under his feet. You, you have to understand. You're asking God to change a system that he has deemed or he has planned to prove failing. You know how silly that prayer is? It's the devil's system. How are you praying for the devil to renew his mind? So march all you want. But what God is trying to do is establish his government in the earth. So people encounter real justice. Just because you change a law, it ain't going to end racism. It's not going to end injustice. The world, listen, can I help some people? The world is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. The Bible says the God of this world. The world is not the earth. The world is the system. So you want a government to change that you weren't meant to depend on. What needs to change is you. And get connected to a greater government. Because the one you're asking to change, the destiny is failure. It's supposed to fail. It's supposed to be unjust. It's supposed to not work. The world's government is not supposed to be like God's government. It is not supposed to give grace. It is not supposed to love everybody. It's, that's not what the world system is for. The world system is to govern the powers of this world. It's supposed to be rich and poor. Everybody ain't supposed to have money in the world system. So we just marching, asking the devil to change. What? Jesus didn't die. For a system to change. He died for you to change. <laughs> Quite frankly, the government was here. Then he made you. To establish his kingdom. And you sitting here worried about what they doing. And the Lord like, hello. Kingdom, kingdom, joy, peace. I got a word for you, freedom, hello, and you getting, losing your peace, losing your hair, 
Marriages are being divided. Families are being divided over a shot. This is a system. Listen, when is the church going to do what it's supposed to do like the world is doing what it's supposed to do? But you notice the world system doesn't work without disciples. And we sitting here trying to be of the world. That's why he said you're in the world, but not of it. When you walk in love, you're not bound to the world system. You'll obey all the commandments. You'll obey, you, of course, you're going to be a lawfully abiding citizen if you follow Jesus or if you abide by the one and only greatest commandment. So when you walk out these doors, who is your expectation and hope in? The world's doing what it's supposed to do. Don't be mad at the world. Be mad at yourself for not picking up your rights, for not picking up your kingdom. Be mad at yourself for depending on a failing world. The enemy's lying to you. Yes, we want justice, and yes, we need to stand up, but our hope is not in that system. And if our hope is not in that system, then we fight for change from love. You're not going to scare the government into change because love has no fear. So you can't be a Christian releasing fear, hoping that's going to get God results. If you need God to make change, then you got to do it God's way. And this is where the enemy gets us twisted. These are strategies. You get entangled in snares and lies. And you think if something happened or if this law lifts, you're going to have peace. You didn't have peace when you could go anywhere without a mask. Now all of a sudden it's the mask's fault you ain't got peace. You was messy with a mask, no mask, right? You slept around with a mask, no mask. Like you, you don't, don't just, here you go, casting your responsibility on somebody else. No, I'm confidently standing that we, we, we are a part of the greatest government to ever be a part of this world. There's no partiality. He loves everybody at the same time. He's all knowing. Where are we going to land this plane? He said, resist. That you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all the crisis demands. This the part. You're like, God, help me. Have you done all the crisis commands? This joker right here, I get, I'm like, bro, man, you, how you going to start me off with all of that right now? We just started. I'll be looking at my watch, and I'm like, we got 40 minutes to go, and my muscles already shaking. But then when you dive into it, and he's like, get up off the press and go do some push-ups. Hold it. You think he don't know that I'm tired, that this hurt? He's like, you can do it. So what happens if you commit to the struggle, 
you began to adjust your body and find ways you can finish the task. Right? The crisis of me doing push-ups is demanding something out of me. He's not bailing me out, thank God. Right? And so I adjust certain things in my posture that then enables me. I adjust certain things in my posture that then enables me to fulfill the assignment. And even if the last... And it's less about me doing the full push-up and it's more about the increased capacity and mental strength that I get from finishing. See, you think God is asking you to end up at the finish line standing and excited. No, he just wants you to finish so you can know who you are, so you can know he's with you. It's not about at the end. I heard the coach, my, uh, Coach K, coach his last game yesterday, and he said, I told the players, we're going to end crying one way or another. We're going to end crying because we won, or we're going to end crying because we lost but gave it everything we had. And if you end crying knowing you gave everything you had, then it's nothing to be disappointed about. And some of you are in a season where you are frustrated and insecure. Let me help you. Only because the last season you didn't finish. You just had to move on. There is no season. This is why every season will be fruitful. Because you finish. Every season is not fruitful because you come out with more stuff. It's because you finish strong every season. And some seasons you're going to finish crying. Some seasons you're going to finish dancing. Some seasons you're going to finish confused. Some se- but you finished. Some season you're going to finish without answers. But you finish. Learn how to finish the season strong. Do not be drunk with rushing getting out of a season. Squeeze everything out of every season you can. You will need it the next season. So stand. Therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins, And having, you notice what the loins is, right? The loins is sacred spaces. You got to put truth around your loins. Those are vital organs. You got to be able to know the truth. You can't, let me, I'm going to help somebody. You can't just believe a little bit of everything. Stand therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude and right standing with God. I don't care how big your church is. I don't care how big of a star you are. I don't care. This, this area of integrity will get you. This, 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 this is heart. This is this breastplate, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta do purpose with heart. You got to do purpose with thinking of the results and the ramifications of the good and or the bad 
that touches everybody? What choices are you making that if found out, it will hurt a lot of people or it will bless a lot of people? So stand. Moral rectitude and right standing with God and having shod your feet. This is very important. I think the next scripture we'll get to tonight, but it's talking about the enemy being under our feet. But you got to understand under what kind of feet. He ain't under your feet just because you're a Christian. He under the feet of people who have shod your feet in the preparation to face the enemy with a firm-footed stability. The promptness and the readiness, you ready? Produced by the good news of the gospel of peace. That's why Wednesday night, I don't know how we got there, but it's like if a storm is coming, we, we dancing into it. We not, oh my God, the waves. No, we just, we going into the waves. Like, come on. You know, like a surfer, you just sit there, big old waves come and they just, right? Look what it says. Preparing your feet to face the enemy. I love this. Because we trying to run from him. The Lord said, prepare to face him. Prepare for battle. <laughs> prepare to face the enemy with a firm-footed stability. That's why you can't be church hopping. You ain't a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's not firm-footed. That's confusion. That's slippery. And then a promptness. No, be ready. And the readiness produced by the good news. The gospel of peace. Lift up over all the covering shield, over all of your weaponry, saving faith upon which you can quench all, there that word go again, the flaming missiles of the wicked one. The gospel of peace is the peace shoes that God supplies his soldiers. And they have two purposes. Because you got two feet. <laughs> it's defensive and it's offensive. The gospel of peace provides the only foundation that resolves sin, the sin question, and therefore provides peace to our soul. Get it? Feet, soul, the gospel of peace. And this is why the enemy get us, because we don't know the good news. We focus on the bad news all the time. I'm going to touch on it tonight, man, but boy, it's this idea of like you can have that one tree. There is too many people focusing on the good and evil. Why did God say don't eat from the tree of good and evil? The awareness of evil this is why going into a lot of spirituality and a lot of these religions and tarot cards and all these things and exposing yourself to darkness is the very thing the Lord said, don't eat from this tree. Now that I'm saved, Troy, this is what I, now that I really understand, I am about to do what Adam and Eve didn't do and I'm going to feast on all the other trees. But you still have Christians eating off the one because darkness has you curious. So this is how we had the conversation we had Sunday night. 
This is how we have people that only can, can, can translate what they see dark. While other people are celebrating on all the other trees, you've been sitting in service eating off the one. In the midst of good and evil, you got an evil report. Instead of leave that tree alone, Adam and Eve already dealt with that tree. God said we were created to only live the good life. He said this. He said it this way. If you keep your eyes on me, keep them on me, you'll have perfect peace, uninterrupted peace. But if you're a person that always want to look at evil and is this the end times and is the devil this and is the darkness that, then guess what? You're still eating off that same tree that got us here. Close with Luke 22. Shekabah. Peter, my friend, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Love quests. My friends, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Satan has obtained permission. What? Satan has gotten a work permit to come and sift you all like wheat and test your faith. Oh, why the enemy keep on messing with me? Well, whenever it is the enemy and not your flesh... Whenever the enemy does mess with you, it's because he got permission. I know you're reading this like he got permission from God. Well, James 1 tells me that God can't be tempted by evil. So who gave him permission? Remember, he was roaring, roaming. Your doubt gave him permission. Your sleeping around gave him permission. That porn gave him permission, right? What else? What else? Overeating, undereating, whatever. Permission. Fear is Satan's faith. So, permission. No, not God. You gave him permission. And the Lord said, is, you, I want you to read this correctly. The Lord says, there's nothing I can do about it but pray. And go through the temptation and the storm with you. Because Satan now has a legal right to mess with you. That's why Psalm 91 says, He who abides under the wings of the Almighty can't be touched. The devil don't have permission to enter the holy place. But when you live a life outside of God, guess what? He's obtained permission. I'm preaching to somebody right now. You, you defiant and rebellious. Guess what? The enemy obtains permission to come and to sift all like wheat. But I have prayed for you. And this is where we like, Jesus, what, what do you pray for me? Jesus, you can do it for me. Don't forget prayer. Help me. <laughs> he said, Peter, that you will stay faithful to me no matter what comes. This is crazy because the Lord didn't say, the Lord, Peter, he's like, whatever the enemy want to do, at most I could just control and say, just don't kill him. Like Job. But you gave him legal right to mess with you. Remember this, after you've turned back to me and have been restored, make it your life mission. I love it. I love it. 
He didn't say after I save you. He said after you turn back. (laughs) And when you turn back, I will restore you. Then when I restore you, make it your life mission to strengthen the, the, the faith of your brothers. So this is what I'm doing. He saved. I turned. He restored me. And I've committed the rest of my life to help your faith. And guess what? You got the same call. See, when you get focused about this part, then the enemy have less permission. Which then means you have a greater confidence because you know he don't have access. Will things happen in life? Absolutely. That's why he says count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Diverse, many temptations. But this is a picture of not you sinning or you acting a fool. This is a picture of while you are in Psalm 91, the enemy throws some things. But he says count it all joy. Somebody died. Count it all joy. You get laid off during the pandemic. Count it all joy. You had no control over that. You losing your job in a pandemic was not a result of the enemy having permission. Family members not taking care of this, whatever it is, that is not a result of your sin. So I can count it all joy because I'm walking with Jesus. And then when I find a church that I say he sent me to, I come on Wednesday sometimes. Why? Because I'm called what? Because you work there, guess what? You're going to show up. We can't fire you for not coming. But the point is that if God called you here, he called you to all. (laughs) So make it your life mission. But the Lord Peter replied. Worship team. But Lord, that sounds like me. I'm ready to stand with you to... To the very end. Don't that sound like us? Lord, I don't need to go through nothing. I'm with you. Even if if it means prison or death. We say all the right stuff when we're going through. I remember getting high a couple times and I I was over high. I was too high. And I was like, God, you just sobered me up. I swear I won't smoke no more. I remember, I remember going outside in my Timberlands and my little boxers in the middle of the night throwing my bong away in the trash. I'm like, I'm done. Next morning, went to the trash. <laughs> I didn't think I'd make it. I made it, though. You know, you get drunk so bad or you're going through something and you like, I swear, God, if you just get me out of this. You find people coming to church during those seasons when it's just bad. And that's not God's plan to scare you to salvation scare you to commitment but sometimes he's like i'll take it you want to you you ready to do everything now lord's like that wasn't even the plan i'm ready to stand with you to the very end and jesus looked at him and prophesied ain't that cold you like lord i'm with you and he prophesied you're gonna reject him because here's the thing. Your commitment got to go past emotions. The Lord is not interested in your emotional commitment. He wants covenant. Because when the storm comes, 
Emotions ain't going to keep you. But faith is going to keep you. He said, you're going to deny me three times. And of course, Peter said, no, I won't. And of course, Peter did. And the Lord still loved him. But when Peter got filled with the Holy Ghost on Wednesday nights, then the brother, you see. And so, as you go out in this world, know you're going to be sifted. Your faith will be sifted. Do you really believe God? Are you really a follower of Christ or are you just a Christian? Which one? You go to church or you walk in kingdom? You waiting on the world to give justice or you going to stand and dance in the freedom and the justice of your Lord and Savior who's the only one that has real justice? Only one who's died for your sins. Man, wait on the Lord expectantly. Wait on the Lord in joy. And remember, it's not too crazy to expect God to do exceeding abundantly above all you could ask, think, or imagine. If you believe that, give God a hand. Come on, give God a hand. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your word. And Lord, we're not just mere hearers, but we are doers of your word in Jesus' name. And I don't know about nobody else, but I receive a hundredfold return on this word this morning. I receive it for myself. I receive it for my brothers and sisters. And Lord, I thank you. It's getting sweeter. It's getting better. It's going up. It's going wider. It's going deeper. It's going higher. Lord, I thank you that we stand under an open heaven in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that our faith is totally in you. Our trust is in you. We lean on you. We depend on you. We expect you, Lord. Our confidence is in you. Our courage is in you. Our joy is in you. Our peace is in you, Lord God. We wait on you, Lord. We don't wait on things. We wait on you, Lord. You are the, you are the greatest news in our day. You are the biggest blessing in our life, Lord. We thank you for it. We thank you for it, Father. Anybody else can thank God for it. Come on, we thank you for it, Lord. We receive this word now. What am I doing right now? I'm making sure I put the dirt back over the seed. I want to make sure I water the seed before I step out of here and walk in the world. I want to make sure what God put in me today, it will be protected. So now, Lord, we rebuke the devourer in Jesus' name. We declare the word is protected. We declare the word is fruitful. It shall produce in Jesus' name. It shall produce in Jesus' name. The word shall produce in Jesus' name. You sent your word to heal our disease, Lord God. So we will let the word digest in our lives. We will let the word digest in our lives, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the word, Lord God. We thank you for the word, Lord God. We thank you that you see us and you watch over us. 
We thank you that you are in tune to our emotions. You are in tune to our feelings. You are in tune to our circumstances. You are in tune to our condition. You are in tune to what's going on around us, Lord God. We declare we are protected under the wings of the Almighty where no foe can enter. No foe has access. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Lord God. You are strong and mighty. You are all powerful. You are all creative. You can turn it around in a night, Lord God. You are the God who saved the nation in a day, Lord God. You can turn our circumstances around. You can lift our heavy burdens around, Lord God. Weeping may endure for a night, but I declare joy comes in the morning. I declare it's morning time now. It's morning time now in Jesus' name. You turn our morning into dancing, Lord God. So we will rejoice. We count it all joy, Lord God. We count it all joy, Lord God. We count it all joy, Lord God. What can separate me from the love of God? If God be for me, who can be against me? Thank you, Lord. 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 We bless your name, Lord God. We lift your name on high, Lord God. We lift your name on high, Lord God. We lift your name on high, Lord God. El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. We lift your name on high. Jehovah Belperazim, Lord of the breakthrough. We lift your name on high. I declare the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack for any good or beneficial thing. I declare the Lord is with me. I declare wherever my feet tread, I shall prosper. I declare I shall see the glory of God in my lifetime. I shall see the salvation of the Lord in my lifetime. I shall see my children prosper. I shall see my grandchildren prosper. I will see my great-grandchildren prosper. I declare my family is blessed. My family is blessed. My wife is blessed. Her family is blessed. My children are blessed. My friends are blessed. My co-laborers are blessed. Love Quest is blessed. This city is blessed. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. I wait on the Lord day and night. I arise early. My time with the Lord shall be sweet. I declare sweet sleep when I lay on my pillow at night. I declare that my house is protected for disease. I declare my body is protected from disease. I declare my mind is clear. I have the mind of Christ. My hands are blessed. My tongue is blessed. My mind is blessed. My feet are blessed. My eyes are blessed. I shall prosper all the days of my life. 
I shall bear fruit, fresh fruit, fresh fruit every month, fresh fire, fresh wind, fresh fire, fresh wind, fresh fire, fresh wind. Fresh fire, oh, oh, fresh wind, fresh fire, oh, fresh wind, fresh fire, fresh wind, fresh fire. I'm getting younger, I'm getting stronger, I'm getting wiser. I'm standing taller. Everybody ho! Oh. I'm highly favored. Favor surrounds me like a shield. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. I'm strong mentally, physically, spiritually, financially. Every area of my life is blessed in Jesus' name. I shall prosper in famine. I shall prosper in wealth. Every area of my life is blessed. My soul prospers. I believe it and I receive it. Do you believe it? Do you receive it? Do you believe it? Come on. If you believe it, say oh. Give God one more round of applause. Come on, you can do better than that. All right, you can remain standing. You can remain standing. If you have not heard, we have a Wednesday night experience called Wonder Wednesdays, and it, boy, has it been wonderful. So I look forward to seeing all of you on Wednesday night. I would commit to come once or twice a month. If you're not a person that want to commit to a bunch of stuff, cool. Just come once or twice a month, I promise you. 
um, we'll stir, it'll, it'll stir you up. Monday nights, our prayer call for men and women have been awesome. And so I would encourage you to hop on the prayer call for some community. Um, forget a charcuterie board. Just hop on the prayer call. Okay? And that's at 8 p.m. for the men and 8.30 for the ladies and then triple threat this our our, our marriage uh, ministry man we had a great time a couple weeks ago or a week ago in our little pottery class i can't wait to get our cups back it was competitive too um this tuesday we will have our zoom call check in and so hop on that if you're a married couple um, if you're engaged and or if you super serious about marrying somebody, I ain't talking about you just want to marry them because circumstance. No, you super serious about marrying because you come on the call, fool around. We'll break you up. Amen. In Jesus name. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're not haters. We just, you know, we just we want successful marriages. Amen. And so hop on that call. Uh, then building blocks is this. Uh, Saturday yes simultaneously with our lovers meeting and so if you've went through listen if you have went through foundations you need to come to building blocks to complete what it will take to begin to really get involved in serving now we'll do this if you are going to go to the lovers May 19th not lovers foundations May 7th then if I was you, I would come to this foundation, uh, this uh, building blocks. It will fast track you, okay, a little bit. So that's this uh, Saturday at 11 a.m. And then Good Friday service. Okay, it's called the coming out party. The coming out party. The coming out party. I wasn't dead. I was just asleep. Okay, the coming out party. Now, that's on Sunday, but Good Friday, we're going to have, is this our first Good Friday that we've done something? No, we had a rally last week. No, yeah, we had a rally, but, you know, at church. So what we're going to do on Good Friday is we're going to be right here, and it's going to start at 5 p.m. We're going to have a little worship experience, and we're going to share a little bit about the tomb, and then we're going to have baptism. So those that were getting baptized on Saturday, we are baptizing on Friday. Okay, so Saturday, our team can prepare for Easter Sunday because we have a decent little production for you. When I say decent, I mean amazing. And so please come out at 5 p.m. for our Good Friday service. And if you know Love Quest, it's going to be amazing. Okay, and sign up for foundations. We already have how many people? 22 was last. 23 people signed up. Amen. Now, might I tell you right now, pull out your phones. Pull out your phones. This is the last thing we're going to do. Pull out your phone right now. <laughs> Put your phones up. Hold your phones up. Look at your neighbor. Say, are you listening? All right. Put your phones up. All right. All right. Now, listen. You know Love Quest has artists. Period. All right. That's why we're building our little studio over there. Not little. It's going to be a real nice studio. Um, we put out a worship album during the pandemic, so go, go, go check it out. But the reason I ask you to pull out your phone, okay, make sure you follow Love Quest. Make sure you go follow Scribe Music, okay, because he's a phenomenal artist himself, right? Now, listen, listen. Uh, myself and some of you know Adam, 
Benjamin, Swain. We came out with, uh, so we started a little group that's a part of Love Quest Artistry called Paracletes, okay? And we're, we're, about, to, we're about to release a lot of music, and uh, we released our first sound, our first Paracletes uh, Friday, Friday, all right? Now, I'm asking you guys to go download it right now. If you really love us, you'll go to uh, Apple Music and purchase it, but it's cool, it's cool. Go stream it and keep streaming it and then follow us. Go to Scribe Music, follow him. Listen, run it up and stop playing, okay? And then I need you to write this date, okay? So you're going to go follow your church. You're going to go follow your church, okay? And then I want you to put this date down, May 21st, okay? May 21st. We're having our album release concert at the Bell Center, okay? And uh, it ain't just going to be me. It ain't just going to be uh, Swoop. We're going to have some artists. It's going to be, it's a really nice facility. Now, listen, this place seats 1,400 people, and I know we can sell it out. Okay? It's going to be by donation, but tickets go on donation next week. Can I, can I be ghetto with y'all real quick? So if you, if, if you have them sell tickets, if you sell tickets, you got to pay a levy fee. So it's like $1.50 or something on each chair. So instead of a levy, instead of an entry fee, I'm just doing an exit fee. Amen. No, I'm just saying. So it's just going to be by donation. Okay, so tickets go on donation next week. And it's going to be... We really do dope shows. That's all I'm going to say. Okay? And so I need you to go listen to the music, need you to follow, and I need you to put that date. Don't do nothing. The show will start, I believe, that night, 6 p.m. It's a Saturday, and it's going to be phenomenal. Cool? If you have any more questions, go to the kiosk in the back. We are out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. Until next time, you know what it is. Get your love fixed, man. Have a good one in Jesus' name. Thank you to our streaming audience. Love you.